So, uh, so Michael, this week, since, uh, we didn't really record last week and so I guess we're just going to pretend pressure machine exists and make no mention of how we're more or less a week late about it. Well, yeah, we didn't get to talk about pressure machine right when they announced the release date and everything, but Hey, how exciting is it that we've got a new killers album coming in less than a month? Yeah. I mean, pretty great stuff. I mean, it's a little disappointing that it's no longer Cody the miracle, but yeah, well, it's 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 look, it's Cody brackets parentheses the miracles per, the miracle parentheses brackets featuring Dante from the Devil May Cry series. The reckoning uh reloaded uh hard-boiled strikes back unity I'm just naming Assassin's Creed sequels at this rate. <laughs> Revelations. Revelations is like the like the quintessential like fifth sequel title. Right. Like you have to make it sound like the stakes are higher, even though it's improbable because the last four movies were pretty high stakes. Yeah, that didn't make us sound like we were in media's res at all. So uh, for the sake of this conversation, we're just going to pretend like that was intentional. Uh, welcome to Soul of a Truck, a podcast about the band The Killers. Uh, the podcast where every week we do a song about the killers and we don't talk about soccer because that would be silly. Yeah, I'm done with soccer. Yeah, but the I mean, the Olympics are happening. Boo, don't care. Damn, brutal. And uh, it's just it's just been oh, somebody's at my doorbell clamp uh-oh. for me. Uh oh. Well, I'm your host, Spencer Palio, and with me, as always, is Dr. Robotnik, a.k.a. Michael Nance. Michael, how are you today? I'm doing all right, Spencer. This is my Michael impression because he's not here. Uh, I'm sure he can hear me because I know he has a wireless headset. Um, But. So. The the big news, if if we want to talk about it, is the fact that the Killers announced their new album finally, and we haven't been able to talk about it because last week's episode I wasn't part of, and we recorded it almost a month ago, and also the week before that they hadn't announced the new record yet, so we're like a hundred miles away from having a reasonable. Uh, timely discussion of the song or the, the the album. But I digress. This week, the Killers released uh, the second trailer to uh, that particular new uh, record. I'm just going to play the audio of it to make... Michael, very confused. He actually won't be able to hear it because I'm not going to play it in the watch together. I'm just going to play it in my browser. I don't know what's taking him so long. If uh, if you're getting murdered, Michael, just, uh, you know, make two clicky noises. But so here's the second trailer for Pressure Machine. Just the audio. I'll do my best to describe what's happening. So it's a car being turned on. It's a Chevrolet old it's the uh that's the model an old 
drinking a beer. But uh, it's all here now. And uh, that's uh, Mark, looks like, driving that car. There's a, there's a doggo. Lots of doggos. Pretty damn good. After a few hours, you gotta take more. Everyone's just trying to escape something. Talking about meth? Meth's good. So higher powers, higher powers, higher powers. Higher powers than me. Higher powers than me. I've seen them in the hill, you know. Uh, the vehicle has fuzzy dice. Definitely. Also, that's not Mark. It's just a guy. And I assume them Cynthia Dingles are uh, what the record's going to sound like, which is awesome because I love Cynthia Dingles. Michael, what do you think about Cynthia Dingles? Michael has no opinion on Cynthia Dingles. So let's go over to the Reddit and we're going to see what the Reddit has about uh, the new record. Reddit.com. And then we just go to the killers. Because I didn't get any news posts this week for Are the Killers. Please, Michael, where are you? How long are you going to be? Why are you doing this? Please. We lost Michael. Oh, someone was here. Uh... <laughs> oh, hold on. I got a text for Michael. Uh, someone was here to work on B's car, so I'm helping them push the car back into the driveway. Need, quote, a heroic glamp from you, but I'll be back ASAP. All right. Well, here's some more glamping. Okay. So, user Stakeavu, Steve, Steve Aku, my bad, gave an opinion about the new record, which he says, quote, this is going to be a dark album. I know the killer's music is typically drenched in melancholy or bittersweet feelings, but this feels different. I get the feeling that we'll be exploring dark moments, self-doubt, and depression, but also silver linings and hopefulness. I don't mean that this album is intended to bring people down. I think it's going to act as a beacon of hope for those who may be in a dark place and need someone to say it gets better. I'm probably going to cut most of this, by the way. I'd love to list off a number of hints taken from interviews and marketing, but honestly, I've just got a gut feeling this is going to be Flowers at his most vulnerable and introspective, and it's probably not all going to be pretty. Uh, Michael sent me another text, quote, if you want to pause, I understand, but I am coming back just need dude to leave he's using bathroom now i'm going to respond by saying mama didn't raise raise i don't know how to spell that there we go no bitch uh so that was what i sent michael once again this will probably all get cut although maybe it's funny i'm gonna have to listen back to this it's only been Eight minutes. Uh, 
okay, so Larky18, one of the better contributors to the Reddit, says, quote, I think so, too. This is part of the official press release. I discovered this grief that I hadn't dealt with. Many memories of my time in Nephi are tender, but the ones tied to fear or great sadness were emotionally charged. Is an intriguing comment because someone who works in mental health, this kind of seems to hint at buried trauma or something that he'd repressed. He's always talked about hating Nephi, but never really why beyond. <laughs> he just responded, you sure about that? Let's see here. I think the phrase, did I stutter? Uh, <laughs> oh, but uh, he had some flight phobia and he got beat up by kids after school. And he say uh, in high school, I wouldn't say I was unlovable or untouchable, but nobody wanted to poor flowers. I know how that feels. I didn't kiss a girl till I was 19, so I was deathly afraid of it. And I think that still exists in my brain. Well, I mean, he's married. He's had, what, three kids now? Gunner, uh, Tank, and America, or whatever his kids are named. Michael, that would be a funny laugh from you if you were here. <laughs> Michael says, I don't know. I can't hear you. Hold on. I'm sending Michael instructions. Uh, okay. Michael just sent me a, uh, a text to read an emoji out loud or read this out loud. And so it is a series of emojis. And so what it is, it's eggplant chick pear shirt, peace sign, fire, sweaty TNT, eggplant, 100 pussy or cat hurricane death looks over to the left. Uh, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna post that on Twitter right now. And I'm just gonna say this episode's already getting off to a great start. Let's see here. All right. So this is a very exciting episode, if you can't tell. But we do have certainly quite. Uh, an episode planned for you, especially after not really doing anything last week. Mm, let's see here. Yeah. Perfect. Um, Zalud! Oh. This is a world that we live in I feel myself getting
That was certainly an intro that I did. Yeah, you did it all by yourself, Spencer. Check the Reddit. Sure did. Check the Reddit? Check, or not Reddit, uh, Twitter. Check the Twitter. Okay, I will. Um, you still Did you ever give me the Google Doc? Yeah, it's, yeah in, it's in the thing. You did, you did. I just never clicked it. Oh, you were Check too? Twitter. Let's see. Um, soul of a truck. <laughs> I figured, you know. That's the best way to let the people know what I'm doing when they're listening to the pod. That was, uh, yeah, somebody came to the door. Um, somebody's helping us out and fixing Brittany's car. Um, I've decided I'm not editing any of what happened while you were gone. So if you want to know what happened, Michael, uh, you're just going to have to you're just going to have to listen to the pod. I think it would be funny if you just cut in like very easily, like like short phrases that I say throughout the episode or from other episodes or whatever. So you could just have me being like, yeah, OK, that sounds like so much work. I love Scooby Doo. Can you just uh, here? Can you just give me a, like a really fake sounding laugh? <laughs> Perfect. All right, I'm gonna make me hilarious. <laughs> this is the only time Spencer will allow a sound a laugh track is when he had to glamp alone for like ten minutes. It's fine. Uh, I'm gonna crack a bevy. I was gonna do this after. Some other thing, but I forgot to do it. So what was the what was the bevy? What is wild cherry Pepsi? Wow. Spencer, whoa. What? <clears throat> I didn't I didn't know you rolled that like that hard, you know? I like wild cherry Pepsi. It's a good Pepsi. Normal food. cherry Pepsi is fine, but wild cherry Pepsi? It's the only fight. It's like 90% cocaine. You're not wrong. <laughs> anyway, the world we live in. What a minute, guys! So the song, "The World We Live In" by the band The Killers. Michael, how do you feel about this track? The song is boring. <laughs> how bad this one's boring. How this boring is, like, is it? So you know. If you had if you put the killer's music on like a, a musical landscape, so you know you had like the dark rolling hills of the and of the knee and the neon lights of hot fuss making their way into like the Americana of Samstown, you know, there's gonna be some overlap. There's songs that sound like they could have been on either album or whatever. This is definitely the day and age song that sounds like it could have been on Battleborn. Okay, I get that. That's that's what I, I I really rushed my metaphor there, or you know, whatever I just did. But um that's what I feel this song is. It just sounds like one of the one of the singles from Battleborn or something. It's not and good it's, enough it's to be a Battleborn single. Battleborn had good singles, dude. Uh some. I mean, obviously Runaways is great. Miss Atomic Bomb is so whack though, so Yeah, but this is better than a misatomic bomb, I think. Yeah, like I think here's the thing. I am a strong fan. I'm a huge fan of Day and Age. I think it's one of their best records. But more than that. I think that anything from Day and Age, except for Good Night Travel Well, is better than 
Battleborn, Carver's Horse. Yeah, I, I won't disagree with you there, but this song is... It just doesn't do much for me. It's I, I cannot believe it's a single and it had its own music video. This is... You know what this song kind of feels like? Hmm. You ever do karaoke? No. Uh, you ever, you know, you ever do like a song where you don't realize that it's all just the same lyric over and over again, and then yeah. you just stand up there for five minutes, just basically repeating a chorus, uh, like for all time. I know, I know, I know, I know. That, that's an obvious example, but there, there are so, plenty of songs like that where they re- just repeat the chorus way too many times. And you're like, okay, this is uncomfortable. Yeah. I'm tired of saying who you're gonna call Ghostbusters. Friend, friends in low places where you go, yeah. or um, around the world by Daft Punk. I mean, yeah, that's another pretty obvious one, but it's it's more intentional. There's some that it's like even when you're listening to the song. Like after you tried to karaoke it, if you try and listen to the song later, you're like, wow, there's just way too much chorus in this. The thing is, like, I remember this is a much more enjoyable song, which is why when we listened to it earlier, I was so completely baffled by it. I was like, oh, this song kind of blows. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's it's a snoozer. Yeah, I, I used to love this song. I I think. That I've just I've grown. I've grown jaded by all the killers I have to listen to on a regular basis now. And it's it's just it does this. This song now hits diff. As the kids really, say. Yeah, it's just an, it's not. There's not much going for this song, in my opinion. I think there's way better singles. And, you know, there's I, the verses are just kind of. Eh. And even the chorus, like, what is the chorus trying to say? When we get into the lyrics deep dive, I'm sure we'll be able to figure it out. But it just it doesn't even sound like a killer song to me. It sounds like any number of, you know, rock bands could have made this song. No, it's I I don't agree with that. I think this song sounds like a killer song. Anybody could have done this song. Truthfully, the only thing that makes this a killer song are... Brandon's voice and like the weird synth horns that are in the song. Oh yeah, we were we were talking about this. Oh, also, Dave has a great guitar part. Yeah, Dave is at one, at, at always good. But I feel like Ronnie and Mark are just bored out of their minds doing this one. Ronnie has like a cool drum filler thing or like a drum accent thing he does at one point, which is nice. But there's some, there's some pretty good bass in this song. Eh. Big hiccup energy, by the way. Well, well, we'll uh, we'll see if anything can change my mind. I'm glad that we have a lot of name the same this week because the song. <laughs> I didn't link any of the uh, YouTube videos, so we're going to have to find those on the fly, by the way. For oh, amazing. Yeah, I like that a lot. Uh, but OK, so here's. Here's the thing about this song, I think. Oh, yeah, I was before I do the here's the thing about this song. I don't associate keyboard horns with whatever the hell it was. You said you associate them with Star Trek, Star Trek. Er, I don't er, the early seasons of Star Trek, like like TNG. Yeah, TNG. Sorry, the early like the first two, three seasons of Next Generation. See, I associate keyboard horns first and foremost with the entire soundtrack of the film, The Princess Bride. That I mean, I can hear that, too. That's that's 
the first and last thing I associate that with the, but if you, it, when we get to the live versions, they do do this song with a real horn and it's very groovy. That sounds cool. Yeah. I'm down for the real horn. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really horny, Michael. I, you know, one time I went and saw Ghostland observatory. You remember them? Uh, no, they were real popular in like late two thousands, especially in Austin. Cause they're from Austin. Nah, and that's played, why I've never heard of them in my life. They played at the Austin Music Hall, and for one of their songs, they had a like a horn part that was done by synth. But during the live show that I went to, they brought on the University of Texas marching band to play the horn parts, and that was dank. And I would love the whole the marching band. Well, like the horn section, obviously, and like uh, the guy with the big bass drum and some a couple of the people on the drum line. It was impressive. There so was like, like 20 people. So like on the stage. whole marching band? Yeah. Well, no flutes or like French horns, but you know, the loud brassy instruments like a trombone and uh the vibra slap, like the guy from Cake and um a penny whistle. Um there was a guy that was like a one man band with like the cymbals on his kneecaps. Um there was a dude who was just strictly playing like seven kazoos. Uh, and then uh, obviously you had to have bagpipes in there, but they were electric bagpipes. So. And any, anything else? Oh yeah. And your mom was there. Oh yeah. No, she probably was. My, my mom would see a local she, band. She 360 dunked a basketball into a massive thing of champagne. and. That makes sense. My and mom's very like, yeah, everyone wept. This is this is all completely believable to me. Right. It's well, it's 100 percent factual. So. Yeah, I know. It really happened. When, when you ask her about it, she'd be like, you weren't there. You had to be there, dude. I my mom made a post on Facebook today. Sorry, I have to be like a like a boomer for a second. My mom made a, a Facebook post today about how about her high school graduation party? Like, you know, the, okay. the, the one that the school puts on, you know, who was at my mom's graduation party? Who? fucking weird Al. That's pretty awesome. And I texted my mom about this and she's like, I don't even remember him being there, but she posted literally a video of him performing at my mom's high school graduation. Or. It's like the, the party that the school, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, that's fucking weird, though, right? That's insane, because it's like it was like the mid 80s. So it was like really early Weird Al. Right. So he, he probably wasn't. He definitely wasn't as popular as he is now. Yeah. And so he wasn't a legend. So he was playing a high school graduation show in the mid 80s. Although it was probably the same you know, Weird Al has had the same band like forever. That's a that's a fun Weird Al fact. That's a fun fact, Spence. Thanks for letting me know that. Yeah, he's he has one of his keyboardists. He added into the band about 15 or 20 years ago. And he, as a joke, still refers to him as the new guy. But his backing band has not changed members the entire time they've been together. That's incredible. 
That that was the most cool story, bro. Response I've ever seen you do. Let's go to the lyrics. <laughs> oh wait, no. Let's go to the Reddit. Song of the Song. week number fifty-four. Po- post posted by Bobinti, Boo- member of the Um. Okay. So, world we live in. Song is the ninth track from the two thousand eight album Dand Age. And the third single from the album in Europe. That's why I've never heard of it. Yeah, there it is. It's, it's the it was a European single. European single. I bet you Sandy, you got some explaining to do. Yeah, Sandy, you better you better hit us up on Twitter and just be like, yo, dog, I, I don't claim this one. This is not the world we live in. And then in parentheses, put we meaning Europe. No, we meaning the U.S. We don't. It's definitely not the world that we live in. Yeah, we live in the hot dogs, hamburgers, and uh, joyride. Is joyride the uh, the hot dogs and hamburgers killer song? Yeah, from from day and age. When you're at the grill, when your dogs are done, joyride, joyride. Yeah, y'all remember that one. Do you like my question you know, for the pod? Go. Mustard or ketchup on a hot dog? Mustard. What are you yeah, for? No that's a no brainer. That's you put ketchup on a burger, though. No, I don't put ketchup on fucking anything. I hate ketchup. Oh, I think we've been over this before. Right. <laughs> I don't even put ketchup on my French fries, dude. Like, what's the what's your favorite for French fries? Uh, If. The place I'm getting French fries at, because I never make French fries. If they have special sauce, uh, you know, like burger sauce, which is usually like Thousand Island dressing or that that equivalent, that's what I like my fries dipped in. Interesting. I mean, that's a pretty good sauce for that. Yeah. You don't make French fries ever? I it, I would want to deep fry them and I don't have and I'm too lazy to clean up oil. Oh, okay. Do you have a deep fryer? I do, but I also have a big Dutch oven, which is what I would probably deep fry in. Yeah, you are one hundred percent correct. Even a deep fryer, oil is a bitch to clean up. <laughs> yeah, sucks. like there's there's absolutely no way to make that like cleaner. Right. That's yeah. why in restaurants and stuff, you have, like grease traps and everything to make it much more de- deal withable. Yes, it's just it's just not so. worth it. Anyway, uh, the video was directed by Danny Drysdale, who also directed the music video Human from the same album. That explains a lot. It was shot in Banff, Alberta, Canada. So we were both wrong, Michael. In April 2009 and was premiered on MTV2 on May 15th, 2009. Uh, To clarify what I meant when I said we were both wrong, when we watched the video before we recorded I figured it was in the music video was in Cal, uh, Colorado and Michael figured Michael jokingly, I assume, suggested it was in a mountainous part of Nevada. But, yeah, that's that's what it looks like, kind of. But I now now that you mentioned that it does seem like it more likely would be Canada, like based on the trees that are around here. I I don't I'm not a treeologist. Mm-hmm. What's what's the treeologist? 
What's the, what's the equivalent of someone who t- trees? Would it be like an arborist? Arborist. I don't know. Uh, somebody who studies trees. Let's Scientist see, for study of trees. Uh, what is a tree scientist? A, den- a dendrologist. Oh. Yeah, I'm not a dendrologist. Wow. But yeah. you do love wood. You know it. <laughs> God, everybody turn it off. And that was the end of the episode. <laughs> and the podcast. After that, Spencer was immediately arrested uh, okay. by the FBI. Okay, so that was the song of the week. Let's see what people thought about it. Uh, sort by okay. controversial. Oh, no, wait. First, before before this, we've got a double whammy on our hands for best. Because it's comment by Mr. Sons 10. Are you fucking serious? Legend of the pod who says, I feel like this is one of their more underrated songs. Fuck. Oh, yeah, bro. Wow. This is our fucking podcast in a single comment right here. (laughs) (laughs) That's not wrong. Mr. Sons 10 saying it's one of the most underrated songs. That's. That's a lot. I can't even. Anyway, uh, Babinti responds by going, I completely agree. Read my mind. This and Shot at the Night are my favorite songs of theirs. The latter two, I feel, are criminally underrated. Maybe the main reason I didn't do so well is because it was only released in European countries, so it wasn't really brought into mainstream media from the US. I don't know. I mean, that that would be a good <laughs> I uh, argument or suggestion, except and this is a very big issue with that suggestion. It was still on the album, so people still could have listened to it, enjoyed it. Also, um, uh, another user who we 100 percent know says, honestly, my least favorite from day and age and a rubbish choice of single IMO. I agree with that. Uh, See, inquisitive you get me we got it makes it the going on saying something about the lyrics melody whatever makes it feel really generic and not killers enough for me yep see i was i was trying only one i was trying not to say that that particular user's name but uh but it's okay we we may we may know that person that's that's the point (laughs) yeah i i I I agree with that. It's just the song is just so whack to me. It really does sound like this sounds like a like a filler track that they would have had the killers write for like in between shows on like Nickelodeon or something. It's just uh, I mean, it does have that kind of that kind of what's the word? This Buffer? is shopping. at Yeah, this is shopping at Cole's music. Ooh. Yeah, they could take definitely take the chorus of the song and make it like the jingle for some mega mart or you know clothing store. Shop at Bells, where this prices are so low. Yeah, <laughs> keep going. Prices are so low that you'll kill your entire family just to get our discounts. Seriously, go home right now and do it. Do it for Bells. <laughs> That was good. That was really good. 
<laughs> I liked your live fade out too. That was very well done, Spencer. I know. I'm 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 basically a soundboard, but like a person. <laughs> that would be great if you just had like pre-recorded phrases that you said. Yeah, certain things. It'd be it, it'd actually incredibly useful for life because who's going to know that that's pre-recorded? Yeah. So. Nice. Yeah. Glad that uh, somebody we know agrees with me on this song. It's just such a snooze fest. Yeah. No, I I agree with that. All right, let's start by controversial. If you played this song for me and it was somebody. Wait, we already sorted by controversial. It's just Mr. Sun's 10 again. No, it's not. It's a uh, Le Petit M. Oh, wait, no, that's the brace. That's the brace yourselves thread. I, I read yeah. a bunch of other Reddit threads while I was waiting for you. Oh, well, nice. Yeah, this is uh, there's not much on this Reddit thread. But if you what I was going to say is if you played this song for me and the guy sounded slightly more British and you were like, oh, this is a Coldplay song. I'd be like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, it does kind of sound like a fucking Coldplay song now that you mention it. Right. Yeah. The drums aren't as good, though. No offense to Ronnie. Coldplay drums are kind of distinct. I think of them as distinct. Poor Ronnie. He's the face of this single. They used his face for this single. Well, he is the forgotten killer. Oh, that's not true. at all. It's not true. No, the forgotten killer. It's Mark. Uh, it's Mark. Yeah. It's Mark. It's got to be Mark. It's, it's Mark. absolutely Mark. Now, these lyrics. Yeah, these lyrics. I I only got one Reddit thread because I couldn't. There weren't any ones that were really compelling to me. So uh, this is a one Reddit thread app, everybody. OK, dibs on lyrics. Cause uh, I I'm just I'm just a rude boy. All right, you ready? I'm ready. Wait, okay. Who's doing lyrics? Who's doing annotations? I already said dibs on lyrics. Okay. Sorry, I I zoned out for a second. All Go right. ahead. All right. There's Chor no intro. Chorus one. This is the world that we live in. I feel myself get tired. I I gotta brace myself for these. I'm not sure if these are gonna turn into some weird theory or not the world is no longer the simple place it used to be now everything is overcomplicated, and it can be quite tiring just to go through the motions okay decent yeah, that's, that's I'm fair fine with that. that's fair that's fair okay important thing before we go into the song what do you think people are going to say about it um that it's just a song about living life to the best of your ability and helping the police you heard it here first. Uh, th this is the world that we live in. First one. Well, maybe I was mistaken. I heard a rumor that you quit this day and age. Pod's over. They said the album name in a song. Oh, wait, we already they already do that. In we've we've done Battleborn already. Yeah. <laughs> if you ever if you ever want to have a good laugh, listen to the album Fire by the band Electric Six and skip the song the moment they say the word fire. You will listen to exactly two songs from beginning to end. Wow. It's cool. You should tell that at parties. 
Read the fucking annotation, Michael. <laughs> the person this line references is obviously fed up with the complicated and frustrating lifestyle the world offers nowadays. This day and age would be considered the 21st century, a technological era. Day and age is also the name of the album on which the song appears. Thanks, Racing Shadows. Well, maybe I was mistaken. <gasps> Soul of a Troll! <laughs> Brandon has previously sworn never to let a rumor ruin his moonlight. Wow. I love Soul of a Troll. You're my favorite. Soul of a Troll, I know you fucking listen to this podcast. Hit us up. I'm going to hit you up. All right. I'm going to send you a message on Genius. All right. We're going to get you on this podcast. You're yep. so funny. Also, literally last week's episode you're referencing. Beautiful. Uh, chorus two. Bless your body. Bless your soul. Pray for peace and self-control. I, when I read this annotation, I'll be honest, I thought it was still soul of a troll because of the way it's written. This is a religious reference, as Brandon mostly does. It's a prayer to accept things and to be brave about them. That's not a soul of a troll thing. It just it is a religious reference, as Brandon mostly does. Like, That's the first. Soul, soul of a Troll has the lyric, uh, writing my decision home from I don't remember what song. And then he has a decision is a is a camel with three humps. Wow. It's literally one of the funniest things I've ever seen. It's so good. OK, verse two. I gotta believe it's worth it without a victory. I'm so sanctified and free. Well, maybe I'm just mistaken. I assume this is, is this about fame? Maybe. Like I said, when we did Spaceman, there's a lot of themes around. Yeah. Fame and like, it just feels like their lives are changing so much at this point. Uh, yeah, I think they're so they're so far removed. I mean, we did have epaulets Brandon in this time, like yeah. hardcore epaulets Brandon. Yeah, but they were no longer the little dusty emo boys they were when Hot Fuss came out. Yeah, I mean, with I feel like Day and Age, and we've talked about this before, but Day and Age is an album about coming to terms with fame. And I think maybe this is another one of those songs. Maybe. Yeah. But maybe I'm just mistaken. Lesson learned and the wheels keep turning. You learn your lesson. Move on with life. Thanks. G seven. Six. What a yeah. Uh, more like negative seven. A. Wow. A. Spencer's going to be riding this high for years. Uh, also, user peed four one three six. Fucking incredible name. Mark this as restating the line. Peed? Like P E E D, like past tense, oh. took a piss. <coughs> I wasn't sure. I thought maybe somebody who's like uh, one of those weird internet people who calls himself a centipede. You ever, uh, you ever, you ever referred to peed as that full statement, past tense, took a piss? Chor what? Chorus two, bless your body, bless your soul, <laughs> reel me in and cut my throat. Underneath the waterfall, baby, we're still in this boat. The narrator compares himself to a fish, albeit a strange one that travels by boat. Oh, my God. Swimming. 
to show how being vulnerable can lead the, to the world taking advantage of you, chew you, and spit you out. Suggested edit of boat to bowl, so the metaphor tracks. Life as a big old fishbowl you're stuck in seems to work with the themes of the song. This is that is the soul of a troll annotation, by the way. Is it really? Oh yeah. Okay, it's, I was about to say that's a bold choice to offer a suggestion to the band. <laughs> yeah. Maybe for a live version, you'll say, "Baby, we're still in this bowl." Also, it's got an image of Edward Bloom sitting in the field of flowers with the girl he's gonna marry. Uh, hi, welcome to. Spencer loves the movie Big Fish, directed by Tim Burton. And he can immediately pick out that shot. You ever see that movie, Michael? Big, um, Big Fish? No, actually, I've never seen Big Fish. Oh, it is legitimately my favorite movie or one of my favorite movies, which is weird because I also have probably mentioned that I don't like Tim Burton as a general rule. So him making one of my favorite movies is like weird. There's a lot of cool story, bro, this week. Yeah, we're just letting Spencer have his time. <laughs> Got the intro from Spencer. We're going to put a we're going to put a, a trigger warning at the on this episode when you download it. Uh, Spencer heavy. Spencer heavy. This is a Spencer heavy week, y'all. Chorus. Uh, this is the world we live in. I feel myself get tired. It's the same annotations. Before. Same, same annotation. Yeah, this is the world we live in. Verse three. I had a dream that I was falling. Down. This line is delivered with a tense pause before down in a futile attempt to surprise the listener with the direction of the narrative. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> That's soul of a troll again. Killing it. Absolutely destroying this. You are my favorite guy. So good. It's so good. Okay. There is no next time around. A storm wastes its water on me, but my life was free. Chorus three. I guess it's the world we live in. It's not too late for that. This is the world that we live in. And no, we can't go back. Racing Shadows says. Racing Shadow. Oh my God. Racing Shadow says the world will never go back to the simpler way it used to be. Thanks. Wow. Uh, thanks, Pete4136, for marking all these as restating the line. You're you're good. Right, truthfully. Yeah. Good. A true genius. Yeah, a real genius. Anyway. And then it's just the chorus for the rest of the song. Uh, but he says, I know that we can heal over time. And then he just says, this is the world that we live in. Michael, what did you think of those lyrics? <sighs> those are some lyrics for sure. You know, one thing that also we don't get in this is like a pure Brandon lyric. You know what I mean? I didn't there were none of those, none of these lyrics other than the reel me in and cut my throat. But that's just because of like fish. How you do fish, but. A storm wastes its water on me, but my life was free is the only other one I can think of. I'm like, yeah, that's a Brandon lyric right there. It just it, this song lacks the killer's personality, and these lyrics just confirm it for me. Hold on, I'm I'm sending a message to Soul of a Troll because I desperately want this person to be in our lives. Uh, so I'm saying, 
This is Spencer from Soul of a Truck, a podcast about the band The Killers. I'm leaving this in, by the way. Did you just yeah, I figured you would. latch on to that lyric? Or are you a listener? I would love to... Not like love to have you on the pod. Spencer likes to live tweet on a pod. You make... Annotate you make lyrics fun. Yes, I am I'm sending 403 forbidden. What did you fucking block me? What's going on? Come on. Okay, fine, whatever. Soul of a troll, holla at your boys. Get in contact with us. You know where to find us. It's not working. All right. So a lot of name the same this week. Woo. Can't wait. I'm I'm helping out this week. I'm going to go ahead and post the first one in there for us. OK, so this is the band, the group, the artists, Cleopatra and their song, The World We Live In. This is from the album Coming At Ya. And the band members of Cleopatra are all hugging. It looks peaceful. Remember that phase of fashion when wearing ski goggles was cool? Yeah. for them to say the name of the song. What was there it is. They oh did they say it? I paused it already. So what did you think of that? That was nice. A very nice slow R&B song. It was very good. I liked it a lot. Classy. Uh, What's the next one you got for me? So the so I've got the world we live in by the band Lynx, but that one doesn't work. So we're skipping on to the artist Funeral Dress and their song, The World We Live In. has a very crust punk like 80s punk vibe i'm kind of enjoying it oh nice
Yeah. The world we live in. That was, that was a pretty good. cool one. Yeah, that was sick. All right, uh, so the next one also didn't work. So I've got. So next up, we've got The World We Live In by the artist Tommy G. All right, Tommy G. Another American oh, God. has been beheaded by the radical ISIS militant. The wow. Who shot and killed my oh, boy. Uh -oh. Wasn't even aware uh -oh. of that strong arm robbery Spen in the first place. What, Spencer, what is this? Okay, I'm pulling up the lyrics just in case. A attack at the Motor City Pride event where a man says he was beaten just for being gay. Now, Ireland falls somewhere towards the middle of it's, that it's, race. unemployment at 12 and a half give it, percent. Give it time. But youth unemployment remains a serious problem with nearly one out of every four people between 18 to 25 years old unable to find work. No indictment. That that noise is like killing me. Awful. It's it is killing me. This is a very long intro. This is almost forty five seconds of intro. Okay. This is the album Visions of Immortality. With bars who still raps from the heart. This is deeper than beats with the mustard tag at the start. In life, they say you lose and you win. Caught up in a vicious cycle in the world as it spins. On the constant, always promise the illusion to change. Then they put a mirror up and tell you you are to blame. It's the same. North, west, south, and east. People living by any means and they got mouths to feed. Prostitution? Or are they dealing crack in these drugs? This a byproduct of a world lacking in love. I've had it. It was okay. I was wondering why there why Tommy G had such a unique accent while he was rapping. He's from New Zealand. Uh, he is from RD County, Louth in Ireland. Ah. That explains it. Wow, we got an Irish rapper on here. That was pretty good. He's got the got the. He, he, I, he there's a picture of what I assume is Tommy G, and he, he has like the high and tight, with you know more on top, the sides are shaved, and he's uh, pretending to hold hold a gun and point it at you. So I mean, he's got the uh, the machismo down. He's very hard. I mean, Spencer's very hard, too. You said it. Bingo. OK, Tommy G. Now we've got. Oh, can you find this one? Nope. Next Al up, we've got Alcazar. Alcazar. I've got Alcazar, though. Here's Alcazar. All right, Alcazar. OK, interesting start. Uh, this, by the way, was far and away the one that. Whoa. Oh, man. OK. This is like a disco video. Oh man, remember? But it's clearly modern. Remember the like, early '90s or the early 2000s? Is this from the early 2000s? It's gotta be. Oh wow! Wow. Uh, there's a sexy dude in a cowboy hat and a like mink fur. I don't know what you call that. 
And now there's Babe singing with that are very dolled up. The the part of this that kills me is they all have like oh what? And they stole they stole the chorus from uh, that Genesis song. World we live in, and these are the hands we're given. What is the name of that song? I don't know, Michael. Um, you should find that song so we can play it. Yeah. Oh my God. You, you, I do the song in karaoke. Uh, sure, you do. No, the part of this that killed me is like they, they all have like really obvious land of confusion. They all have. And this song. Go ahead. They all have really Go obvious ahead. fake tans. Yes, they're very fake tanned. They're all also wearing lots of makeup and like their hair and eye makeup is also like perfect, but like it's a lot too. It's not a subtle makeup job by any means. Also, I don't know any. The, Go ahead. This track dropped in uh, 2004. So I got okay, the you're right. era absolutely dead on balls accurate. You did. You did. They they loved that disco. Inferno. Like filter where it looks like it's filmed in the seventies, but it was clearly new. But now, you know, we have such like ultra HD and shit that this just, they didn't even need that filter anymore. It just looks shitty. Hashtag <laughs> no filter. Right. Uh, so they stole the chorus to land of confusion by Genesis. This song has an insane video by the way, Spencer. So I'm going to post it. All right. Well, and, throw uh, it into the watch together. All right. It's in there. And this is, it's, it's, oh my God. That was, that's supposed to be Ronald Reagan. And there's also a monkey or an, I guess that would be an ape. That's probably an ape. Yeah, an ape and Nancy Reagan. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, the puppets are horrifying in this. Yeah. Yeah, this fucking video, man. Who is that singing? Is, Phil Collins. Is that Phil Collins? Yeah, Phil Collins. Is the he's in Genesis. I thought he was, was his band. I thought he was the drummer of Genesis. He was. I. I thought someone else sang, and then Phil Collins branched out, and did. There was another member of Genesis. And that's who you're thinking of. You can tell I've never listened to Genesis in my life. Oh, they're great. So it was. I, I'm blanking on the guy's name. Oh, my God. Peter Gabriel. So Peter Gabriel was the the was in Genesis with Phil Collins and primarily saying in their early videos or their early songs. But. Well, we heard the, that's the chorus. We heard that. There's the chorus. We heard that chorus. Yeah. And that, so, yeah, but, hey, we got a little history lesson on Genesis there for the listeners. I, Genesis, Phil Collins, Peter Gabriel at the same time. Yeah. I thought, uh, I always thought Phil Collins did his solo shit so he could sing but he didn't sing in Genesis because he was their drummer. It's like no, he's it's it's like how you know Dave Grohl did the whole Foo Fighters thing, but he was you know the drummer in Nirvana, right? 
but no one ever talks about how he was the drummer in Nirvana. Because he didn't sing. He was just the fucking drummer. Because who says, oh, oh, yeah, that drummer, he's singing. No, they they were way weirder. Genesis was way weirder in like the early 70s when Peter Gabriel, because I, I believe Peter Gabriel started the band and Phil Collins didn't join till later. OK. And Phil Collins became the front man after um Peter Gabriel left to do his own thing. Hi, welcome to Soul of a Truck, a podcast about the band Genesis. And the Sega Genesis. Spencer, what's your favorite Sega Genesis game? Sonic 2. Oh, I mean, classic. Can't go wrong there. So, uh, there second, you go. Uh, second, second favorite, Shadow Squadron for the... Uh, oh, God, what was it called? There was a thingy you could put on your Genesis, and I had one. 32X. Yeah. I had a 32X back in the day. Did you really? Yeah, I did. Uh I got my my Genesis from I'm not even kidding you, a display from a Target or a Kmart. Whoa. And so it was a Genesis with a 32X. And I played this game called Shadow Squadron and it was like a like a vector 3D graphics like space flight game. Which explains a lot about why I love like all the Star Wars space flight games. Uh, also, shout out to literally anyone who remembers that game, because I <laughs> a thousand percent do not think anyone has even heard of that. You never know, Spence. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I don't know. So um, nice. Well, we those are the name the same. We've it's a pretty short and sweet one. Yeah, we've been really like kind of busting through. I feel like I feel like we're making up for the two and a half hour episode last week and the fact that we did like two like two hour episodes in a row a couple of weeks ago. That's true. You know, we've we've also had some shorter ones too. Yeah. Two weeks ago we did like an hour. But but who's timing? I, I am. Okay, <laughs> so live versions. This is the killers performing in the Royal Albert Hall. This is from uh, the DVD live version of Live from the Royal Albert Hall. Which. You didn't own that, Michael, but I, I own a copy of that. Oh, nice. Well, uh, we got to watch it in Ultra HD sometime. Yeah, it's just regular HD. I don't have. Look at Ronnie. He's so focused. So ready to jam. It's wife beater, Ronnie. I'm a little sad that, that we didn't get more of uh, Peaky Blinders, Ronnie, from the this video. No, I agree with you. I feel myself get tired. This is the world that we live in. Nobody's singing this song with you, Brandon. Uh, shout out to standing with arms in pockets, guy. <laughs> I seem to recall this well, is mean, very late in the show. Yeah, I mean, they're very sweaty, so I hope so. Yeah. Like, Ray Swen. There's Ray. Oh, my God. 
Mark's got a nice bass sound on there. Oh no, the the bass in this song is really good. And he looks so serious. He's so yeah, chiseled. He's really grooving on it. Can we just all uh, Mark is, can we just all admit yeah, look, that Mark's kind of hot? Yeah, d- definitely. Mark is the the hottest killer. Oof. How is uh, you? You're just you're a Brandon standing. No, 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 no. I agree with you completely. It's just you know. I can't say that Mark's the hottest killer. No, I agree with you completely. We're fighting. I'm driving to your house and I, like I don't yeah, even, as soon as we I finish don't, this episode. I don't even know what I said anymore. I feel like I'm just. You're gonna hear me. You're gonna hear "Bye, I love you," and then you're gonna hear the my car door slam, and then a peel out noise, like a cartoonish peel out noise. And before you even stop recording your uh, your audacity, I'm gonna kick in your door, and we're gonna fight. That makes sense. I believe it. And your roommate's gonna film the whole thing. Hot. <laughs> Let's see the next live version then. Uh, okay, so this is. Uh, 2009. Also, all of these are from 2009. Apparently, the killers immediately just stopped doing this song after 2009. I mean, well, they've they recognized that nobody was singing along. Nobody, this one didn't catch on. Yeah, this is the world that they didn't live in. Damn. Okay, so this is from something. This is from Rock Am Ring. This is the world. I love Ronnie is just trying to hit his drumsticks together as loud as possible. Right? <laughs> Look at that. Dead crowd. Nobody. There's like a mosh pit going on there. No. Yeah, you were. I don't mean to be so mean, Brandon. Yeah. Rude. <laughs> I want them to show the other side of the uh, the band because I want to see who is playing with who's playing as Shadow Dave right now because I don't think this is Ted. That's Dave. No, I know it's Dave, but who's Shadow Dave? Because there's a guy behind Dave. Oh yeah, they're playing uh, an acoustic guitar. No, no, that's Ray on the acoustic. Oh no, Ray's doing the herky jerky dance for a second. You know it's bad when Brandon busts out the herky jerky. <laughs> so good. <laughs> um, I really, Spencer, how much do I have to pay you for you to do the exact herky jerky dance that Brandon did during um, Andy or a star? Um, like at the next public event I see you at? Uh, Zero dollars. I would do it. <laughs> Just because you asked. <laughs> this is a verbal contract now, Spencer. Uh-oh, I have a bad feeling. You got to do the full, the, uh, at least one full rotation. <laughs> done and done. You better start studying. Study the herky-jerky dance? Study the herky-jerky dance so that it looks perfect when you do it. The perfky herky 
don't I I don't know. Um okay, so that that was certainly something. Do you agree? Yeah, let's see let's see if the Jonathan Ross version is any better. Yes. Okay, so I didn't play that in the wash together. Now I did. Live Friday night with Jonathan Ross. More race one. Wow. Also, uh, Newsboy Cap Horn Man. And oh, Epaulettes Brandon. Feather Epaulettes Brandon. Alright, we're gonna skip ahead for this one because we've already heard this part of the song. Yeah. Halfway through. See, that Dave has some nice guitar parts in this. That's there's there's acoustic Two shadow guys. Dave, but that's not Ted. And then there's Newsboy Cap Horn Man. And then of course, uh Race Wen wearing a trilby incredible or as i like to call him milady race when okay so the guy on the saxophone is tommy marth okay and then the dude with the guitar acoustic guitar is bobby lee parker oh how did you find this out by the way I went to the Wikipedia and looked at former touring, touring musicians. Yeah. And uh, Tommy Marth did saxophone in 2008 to 2010. Bobby Lee Parker, acoustic guitar from, wow, 2008 to 2014. Wow. I don't know. I'm glad that it's going to be really. I'm also, it's going to be really sad when eventually it comes out who the guy who uh, was accused of doing all like the sexual harassment stuff on tour was and it was it turns out to be like ray or something and we've Ugh. we've thoroughly simped for him the entire time for this podcast and we have to re-record the first oh i'm i'm not going to change anything all right <laughs> all right you'll just have to record one of those content warnings like they do at the beginning of the like racist disney movies when they're like <laughs> if we intend to display this content in its original form I'm gonna, so that you can see what the time was like. I'm going to plead ignorance and uh, say that that he's a bad person and move on with my life. Because, right. Because that's the appropriate thing to do, right? That's how you do it. That's how you do it. All right. So those were all the live versions I found. There's a bunch there. There were actually a few more, but I've I those are all the ones I wanted to do. I'm kind of. Kind of over the live versions at this point already, but those were those were good. They're they weren't great. Yeah, but they were good. Brandon, okay, Brandon's voice is on point in every single one of those performances. Honestly, they all are, and that's something you can always say about the Killers. Yeah, they're incredibly tight live. They you know they don't screw around. But Brandon, and especially with that song, it's like perfect for his voice. It's true. So it's it true. sounds good. And it, we also got nice Dave backing vocals, which is one of the other nice things about the world we live in. But, you know, I, I do love me some Dave backing vocals. That's one. Of, even that's one of the things they don't do. Since they don't do this live, we're never going to hear a uh, 
you know, the three, the three girls who do their backing vocals these days doing the backing vocals. We need to version. We need to do of this song. <laughs> what we, we, I just, we're going to see the killers in a year. Yes. And because if you, everybody here at the end of the episode, we can also talk about the tour we're going to get next year. So we'll all get to see the killers live again. And Spencer and I will be at the Austin show. Yes. And I really want to see Spaceman. I feel like there's a good chance they'll play Spaceman. I'm hoping for Spaceman. So we can possibly have blood type. You think you, you think they'll do blood type? You think you think we, we will? Because because it, it, I'm pretty sure it will be Dave touring with them. But if it's not, you think Ted will do blood type? I I hope so. I don't know. I don't I've never been able to determine. Ted and Brandon's rapport. We need to get Ted on the pod, really. Please, yeah, please. Hey, whatever you can do, Spencer, I believe in you. I'm so awkward. Like, I don't I'm so afraid to, like, message people. Let's no people love you, Spencer. I know I'm, I'm not I'm not like afraid of that. It's just I'm like, you know, I get starstruck. And I well, I my starstruck manifests as a desire to leave people who are moderately famous alone and not call attention to them because like they they're literally public figures and I don't want to like make their <coughs> public like when they're not being public figures, you know, I want to give them their space. And so I don't want to, you know, that's how my being starstruck manifests. Inviting somebody to have an interview is a little different. I know. No, I know. I'm just, you know, that's, that's, that's just what it is. I'm just, I'm just telling, I'm just telling you. It's not like you're messaging Ted and saying, Oh my God, Ted, I love you so much. Will you play guitar at my wedding? That would be kind of cool, though. I'm marrying my anime pillow. Fuck you. Mike. Her name's Deborah. There's a lot of problems I have with everything you said. One, you assume <laughs> I would spend money on one of those things. Two, name me a character from an anime named Deborah. <laughs> and three, um, what makes you think an anime pillow would love me enough? <laughs> uh so there's only one cover this week do we want to run an ad i feel like when we don't run an ad the episode becomes monstrously popular so let's try it let's just run an ad okay we're gonna run an ad but it's like this is basically the end of the episode so if you want to just turn it off here i will not fault you and neither will michael michael hello michael how are you today I'm going to do the rest of the podcast with this accent. I mean, live your truth, Spencer. Anyway, so here's here's an ad. Anyway, there's only one cover. It's by Max Power. Here's Max Power performing the world we live in. Let's see if Max can breathe new life into this track. been a long time since I played this song. Since I was 20 years old. What? How are you now? What? Well, this video was recorded in this 2015. 
Oh, OK. And so the song came out in 2009. So he was he was anywhere from. 26 to older than that. I kind of like this. I mean, generally, Max Power the covers are great. Yeah, and this is no different. good I'm not just saying that I think I think I think that song works kind of coosty and gerwiggy gerwiggish yeah it had a gerwig energy gerwig energy energy Michael (laughs) are we all breath in now are we that's the new way of the pod southern gentleman Oh, I can't wait when we do next week's episode, Spencer. This is the worst accent we've ever done for the pod. (laughs) Spencer, what are your final thoughts on the song The World We Live In by the band The Killers? It's fucking boring. Yep. A real snoozer. I I messaged Spencer before we recorded this episode and I said, this is the perfect killer song to sleep to. (laughs) And I stand by that. Relaxing killer songs to study and relax to. It's just seriously, if you it's just it's just the world we live in on repeat for four hours. If you if if anybody who works for a marketing team at like Kohl's or Dillard's or like Macy's has is listening to the pod, call your boss and ask to buy the rights to this song for playing in the the store. I have hung out with my mom a lot, and it's the song is completely harmless. And I'm sure she would tap her foot lightly <laughs> while shopping for like blenders and shit to this song. How how often does your mom buy a blender? I what you know whatever she's looking for jeans, Coles, and all those department stores now have like wacky shit all over the place. It's not just clothes. How, what, you know? When was the last time you bought a blender, Michael? last year wow i got a ninja that shit's dope ninjas are pretty good i i i I really have no place to talk here i own a vitamix so i am i am i am peak shitter when it comes to like overpriced blenders i mean if you blend a lot it's you gotta have one Eh, it's more just i'm they're durable and they last a really long time you can always make Spenceritas. And I can make Spenceritas. What's in a Spenserita, Michael? Um, it's triple sec, chocolate syrup, um, rumple mints, and uh lemon flavored ice. So what's the base spirit in that? There's no 
there's no all of the spirits you listed are like like what's it called they're like cordials they're like flavor adders well see that's the fun of a spencerita is that you get to add your own base mix and it's a different spencerita every time all right you have to blend it you have to blend it up challenge to the podcast uh to our friends here at the pod make a spencerita send us a video on twitter of you drinking it and we will do nothing but we'll definitely talk about you on the pod next week we'll also drink spencerita's with you like not at the same time we're not gonna have a zoom call but yeah that'd be weird we'll drink one in solidarity with you yeah since that sounds awful uh exactly i i don't even have rumble mints or i i have cointreau i don't have triple sec well we're both goddamn adults spencer we can get a bottle of rumble mints yeah but i don't want to have a bottle of rumble mints that's too bad spencer that's what you're drinking every day after we have those fair enough all right so that was that was certainly an episode. It really was. Yeah. This is the pod that we live in. Exactly. So if you liked what you heard and you want to support us financially, you can do so on Anchor. There's a link at the bottom of the description of every single episode of the podcast. In addition, if you want to support us and also get cool bonus shit like access to all the notes of all the episodes and uh, eventually some sclusies and also the sclusies we've already made and a lot of other stuff, follow us on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash soul of a truck of killers podcast. And then follow us on Twitter. That's at soul of a truck pod, where I run that. And I am always there and always being me as Michael put it last week, which I thought was really funny. <laughs> and if you like silly art, like that nightmare fucking fuel of daddy's eyes that you posted, <laughs> holy shit. Fucking go to our Instagram, Soul of a Truck Pod. There's look at that fucking picture. It's absolute nightmare fuel. And then never follow us <laughs> because Guys, I'm always posting quality content on, tw- on because the there's Instagram. There's great content on there, but that one just oh, oh. <laughs> I appreciate that it that it really struck struck a chord with you, bro. When you said that to me like two weeks ago, I was like, I cannot fucking believe you just fucking made that. <laughs> it's so gross. If anyone's not cultured out there, that's the book cover to uh, F. Scott. Yeah, the Great Gatsby. The Great Gatsby, but that's Brandon's eyes and lips. So. <laughs> Anyway, as always, I'm Spencer Palio. That's been Michael Nance. It's so good to talk to you. It's so good to be back. Uh, Yeah, we're going to get we're going to get Sandy on for another episode when it's going to be all three of us. I'm promising here. Oh, boy, we got to We got to do one. We should do a we should do like a live stream or something. That'd be fun. Yeah. Twitch.tv slash soul of a truck pod. The soul of a stream dot com dot com anyway thank you so much for listening michael say goodbye bye i love you this is the world that we live in i feel myself get tired this is the world that we live in
mistaken I heard a rumor that you quit this day and age Well maybe I was mistaken Bless your body, bless your soul, pray for peace and self-control Just mistaken